Hey y'all. This is Talkin' Trash with Liv and Lizzie. The podcast where two friends show each other our silliest and most treasured movies. Each week we'll watch a beloved movie. No matter how corny, childish, or contrived. Sometimes a masterpiece with minor flaws. Other times a magnificent mess. Because one man's trash is Liv and Lizzie's treasure. traveler to my fantasy inn let us begin our adventure oh god i mean Prithee. where Prithee. do you, where do you and your party quest and wander oh lord oh to a land that's vaguely welsh <laughs> this whole movie is vaguely welsh uh-huh yeah that's i good. i'm really happy that um in all of the D&D we've played together, no one has ever started a campaign in that way with ye old innkeeper who just happens to divulge all of the information. Mm. Have we even ever started in an inn? Um, I'm trying to think about that. Kyle's didn't start in an inn. Mine didn't start in an inn. Mine Yours did not didn't. start in an inn. Mm-mm. Started in like a, a town square. Mm-hmm. But we've started in a town square. Yeah. I'm a haunted castle uh thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the the haunted Mm -hmm. castle one that I did. A Victorian manor. I'm a big fan of starting with you are trapped. Like, Mm -hmm. I I love starting with you're already Mm -hmm. forced into a situation that you have to escape. I mean, I've only done the one. So I don't know if I have, like, a favorite setting place. Now you've done two of my trapped oh no i i meant like i've only dm'd the oh, one only DM'd the um one. so i don't i don't quite have a read yet on like my favorite go-to right starting place when i did mine i i had my i had like a kind of financier kind of character we were hired and, yeah you're hired everybody got a letter like a week <coughs> before the campaign which when you think about it if you're a skilled individual that makes sense mm-hmm. you're getting hired for a job yep welcome to our dungeons and dragons podcast <laughs> By the way, I mean, with the movie we're gonna watch, it's basically it might as that. well. Be. It may as well be. Yeah. Um, well, first off, how are you doing? Much better now. Um, I came over to watch. It's been a rough day. Yeah, you had a. Um, so I came over um, to Lizzie's house to watch movies, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have a migraine." Um, so then some ibuprofen, some Starbucks, and some Chick-fil-A later. Yep. I'm starting to feel a lot better. So that's yep. good. So we've, we've pretty much demolished the Chick-fil-A. What is your, what is your Starbucks vibe for this? We're kind of cheating with the so, vibe a little bit. So it's pumpkin spice latte. And y'all, I, I was getting out of the car and I was like kind of holding stuff. And I had it like leaned against my chest. And there was, there was, um caramel sauce that they had uh-huh. spilled on the outside of my cup. I don't even know if there's caramel in the drink. <laughs> it was just drizzled down the side. Yeah, it was like on the outside. And it's all over my shirt. So I got caramel sauce on my titties. Yep. Um, that's that's the kind of day we're having. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, I, went, I went more warm autumnal. <laughs> yeah, got you got a did. vanilla latte with cinnamon. <laughs> because the cinnamon dolce is gone. No. For the time being. Yeah. 
That's sad. The things they ran out of because of COVID just fascinating. Right? Like hazelnut. That was weird. Yeah, that was a weird one. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they did away with the salted caramel mocha because of COVID things Mm -hmm. or just because they did away with it, but... Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell at at this point. Yeah. Um, But yeah. So that is our vibe. I went warm. You went went, went frosty. (laughs) I went basic. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have a recommended vibe because of my migraine. Mm -hmm. Um... The originally planned vibe, just I, I just couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we we have a recommended vibe. Yes. Um, tonight's vibe should have been a nice flagon of ale. Yes. Like get yourself a nice frosty mug, preferably one that actually has the handle. Yeah. Um, you know, dude, like my big. I've shown you my um, Dragon Age. Yeah, flagon, that right? one's that yeah, one's that hella one's awesome. Dope. So yeah, get get yourself, you know, if it's like antique or tin or something, even better. Even though I haven't seen this movie, I'm also going to say I'm guessing that the vibe could also have been some sort of large metal goblet that was full of a very deep red wine. Probably. Is um, that not quite the vibe? I feel like for the main character, not so much. No, I'm thinking of the bad guy. But for the bad guy, maybe a little bit. But if you could, like, swap out the wine for, like, the souls of the damned, then yeah. Okay. That's that's the vibe. I'm imagining (laughs) that the cup has at least a few skulls on it. Definitely. Definitely some skulls. Yeah. This is a movie that I never watched growing up, partially because when the trailer for it would come on, on some of our old VHS, Mm -hmm. every time the the not Sauron mm-hmm. bro was coming on, I legitimately thought he was scary. So this is pretty much considered the scariest Disney film ever made. Cool. Um, a, a lot of... In fact, it flopped. Mm-hmm. Um, for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is I think it was so scary, it was kind of off-brand. Mm-hmm. Um, which, in the grand scheme of things, is not that scary. Mm-hmm. But compared to the other Disney canon. Um, also, it's just, uh, frankly, the, um, the, um, what's it called? Uh, main characters, they're likable, but they're not as memorable as, like, Ariel or uh, Belle or, you know. So I think the degree to which, like, the expectations people had for this film mm-hmm. were not quite met. So... That's a little disappointing, because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I'm actually usually a big fan of off-brand mm-hmm. Disney. Mm-hmm. Like, personally, mm-hmm. I love Treasure Planet. I mm-hmm. love Atlantis. But a large part of why I love those movies is because mm-hmm. I love the characters, even in the short amount of time that I have with them on screen. So I'm going to level with you. Uh-huh. This movie came out in 1985. Yeah. So it's another 80s fantasy I'm feeling. And it's got that 80s fantasy aesthetic, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah. So I will be the first to admit that the aesthetic value of this movie is probably higher than the narrative value of this Got film. it. Um, the villain is one of the coolest villains. I mean, he's so scary. Okay. He's great. Okay, um, that's nice. But, um, so anyways, uh, I guess without further ado, we're watching The Black Cauldron today. Oh, we never said we never the title. We never said the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought we did that a we, while ago. We did not, but we were watching um, uh, Walt Disney's uh, The Black Cauldron, 
like I said, came out in 1985. Um, uh, basically, um, it is the story of a... Um, okay, can I tell you the, the two things I know? Because I watched like the 15 minutes at the beginning mm-hmm. of this. There's a pig that tells the future. Yes, I love him. And there's like a, a twerpy kid who has to, I don't know, take the pig somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then they meet Fluffy Gollum. Mm-hmm. And that's all I remember. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so the main character is named Taryn. Oh, very fantasy name. Yes. Um, and Taryn is a pig herder um, who dreams of being a knight. Surprise. Yeah. Um, oh, like, like other fantasy films we've watched of late. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, so the Horned King is our bad guy and he kidnaps the pig okay. because of its magic abilities. It's, it's... I mean, it can literally see the future. Um, so, um, the pig's name is Henrin, by the way. Um, so then he goes on a quest. And That's actually meets, a really cute name. It's Sorry. super cute. Go ahead. Um, he meets Princess Eloine, um, and my favorite character of all time, Gurgi, who's this fluffy little goblin thing that looks just like my dog yeah. when she has not had a haircut. It, it really straight does up look looks like so. Honestly, I think the vibe check for to like I, I'm kind of tempted to just post a picture of Zoe and yeah. be like, it's Gurgi. Yeah. Enjoy the black cauldron yeah. on our Instagram. Because we're, we're, she's we're recording up. this one at my place this yeah. week. And so we will not no have Zoe any here. Zoe interruptions like we did last week. No. But But uh, she she actually kind of responds to Gurgi. I'll be yep. like, is it a Gurgi? And she'll Tilt her head she and knows. her little ears flip. So yeah, she she knows. We call her the Gurgi. Um, but I love Gurgi. He's my favorite. So yeah, they basically go on a quest to save the pig and stop the evil horned king from doing all his evil stuff. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so this film has a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes for the critic score. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess the audience score? I'm guessing the audience score is actually lower. It is. Is it in the 40s? Yeah. 45. Not exactly. Uh, 48. Okay. But, um, yeah, it is lower. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just don't like it. Um, there, so one critic said, um, this is Matt Brunson. <clears throat> oh, no. Um, no, that wasn't the one I wanted. I had one pulled up and it went away. Oh, no. No. <laughs> um... Basically, think, a bunch think of, of how much we save on rehearsal, right? So, but so many of these basically are just saying like the story's meh, but the aesthetics are great. Like that's those are the critiques. Um, ambitious. Here it is. I don't know who said this, but this is just like on the front page of um, Rotten Tomatoes. Ambitious but flawed. The Black Cauldron is technically brilliant as usual, but lacks the compelling characters of other Disney animated classics. Mm. So yeah. You know, I mean, it is, it's not Quest for Camelot. Yeah, no, nothing can be no, Quest it's, for Camelot. It's, I am still standing by Quest for Camelot as the worst movie you've ever shown me. You know what? I think you might be right. I still love it, though. <laughs> that was also It's Celtic. so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one, I think you'll at least be able to enjoy the visuals. Yeah. Because Quest for Camelot doesn't exactly have wonderful visuals. No, Quest for Camelot was just, everything about it was bad. Yeah. Like, every part of that movie. Yeah. 
was bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, there's not a lot of names from the cast that I recognized. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Another big ones, positive change. <laughs> yeah. The big ones are um, Susan Sarandon is Princess Elwini. Okay. Um, and um, the biggest name, I think, in here is the, the Horned King, who is voiced by the one and only John Hurt. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the shipping dragon. <laughs> dragon, what am I supposed to do? Arthur, mostly. <laughs> oh, I love... We should... We need to do just, like, a rewatch of, like, maybe, like, the first four episodes of, of Merlin, Merlin. And Absolutely. do an episode on that. We just need to do, like, a TV month where we show each other, like, like four episodes of, of our like favorite... Favorite TV shows. Garbage TV show. I already know which two I would pick. And what you would you pick? Uh, I would... Well, okay. I debate <laughs> if... I debate if Shadow and Bone is garbage <coughs> enough to okay. warrant it. I would... De- we would definitely rewatch the first four episodes of Once Upon a Time. God, I... Hate, sorry, I almost cussed. I hate yeah. the show. <laughs> it's... It's my favorite garbage television. Oh, it's such garbage. It's my favorite Colin garbage Adonis television. Colin Adonis is so pretty, though. Oh, my gosh. I wouldn't even pick the first four in order. I would pick, like, from seasons, like, one through three and a half, because that was the only amount of time it was good. Mm-hmm. And then... Do you... Have you seen... There's, like, a TikTok, and it's, like... I don't remember the exact words of the, the sound, but it's, like... It's like, oh yeah, he's hot, and they're like, yes, oh. the age appropriate one or whatever. I they don't were remember. talking. They were talking about like, oh, and they like once upon a time for that one hot guy. Yeah, like yeah, me too. And they said, yeah, Captain Hook. And it's like, yes, the, the conventionally attractive age appropriate one, not the scaly lizard man. <laughs> talking about Rumpelstiltskin. I felt that on such a deep. Hey. Like Colin O'Donoghue was so hot. But I had such... Rumpelstiltskin was, like, the only thing that oh, kept me coming back. Oh, no. I, I really enjoyed <coughs> his character. But, no, I never <coughs> I never caught feelings for for him. I did. And it was kind of embarrassing. Is it weird that I was more attracted to Mr. Gold? Like, his, like, real-world persona I don't than... remember Mr. Gold. Oh, that was, that was Rumpelstiltskin's That was his real-world persona. Um, no, I liked them both. Um, I liked the twist where he was the beast. That was cool. See, I hated that. Oh, really? I have a whole multitude of reasons for hating that, but that is for another podcast on another <laughs> on day. Another day. Um, so you were showing me Once Upon a Time. What was the other one? I debate if Shadow and Bone is garbagey enough oh, to okay. show you. But okay. It would so be... Merlin would have to be like a collaborative one. Merlin would have to be collaborative. Um, I would show you the BBC Robin Hood. I still haven't watched that yet, but I really want oh, to. Oh, it's it's the ultimate garbage. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, I have to think what else I'll sh- I would show you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is this this will be fun when we do this. We'll definitely have to do it. Um, I don't know if it's garbage, but like you've seen Gilmore Girls, right? I watched bits and pieces of it growing up just because my friends really liked it. I never cared for it. I feel like it's not garbage enough. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say that. I have to think of another garbage TV show. Yeah. So, um, were there any other trivia bits, or shall I tell you my predictions? Um, no, that's about it. Um, yeah, tell me your predictions. Um, I think there's going to be some gorgeous watercolor backgrounds going mm-hmm. on in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that um, there will probably be a very epic score. Um, tell you the truth, I don't remember the score. Okay. <coughs> um, 
I am expecting um, the protagonist to not have much character development or chemistry with the princess, but they're just gonna, <laughs> you know, just magically end up together by the end. I mean, it's the 80s. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're ever gonna learn anything more about the princess's life or background. I think she's literally just gonna be there and be like, I'm a princess, <laughs> and we'll just take that at face value. Um... I do think there will be at least one... You know what I mean when I say, like, uh, 80s rainbow flashy animation around a sword yes. of some sort? The, like, He-Man, She-Ra vibe or of like, the... Or, like, playing... Um, what was what was the Don Bluth Knight video game that was, like, impossible? Was it Dragon Quest? I don't remember. There was, like, a, 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 a arcade game um, with this knight... Um, beautifully animated um, but it was a Don Bluth video game and like it had those like flashy animated things <laughs> excuse me um, I mean yeah it's 80s vibes yeah and I also expect that I'm going to really enjoy this in like or I feel like the part I'm going to enjoy the most is going to be the beginning and then I feel like it's going to peter off as the movie goes on. I don't feel like I'm going to be satisfied with the ending of this movie. Because a lot of fantasy films okay. either let me down in the ending or they rush the ending really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. I, whether I'm disappointed or not, I'm expecting a rushed ending. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, without further ado, it's the Black Cauldron. Woohoo! I don't think I've ever seen you look so scared for me to give a verdict on something. (laughs) Simply, okay, just so you know, we stopped it and um, it was listed as an hour and 22 Mm -hmm. and I forgot that this was at the point where they were doing credits at the end of movies Mm -hmm. and usually they're very short so I was like, yeah, it'll be probably like an hour 22. It was only an hour 15 Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, it it felt a lot longer. And you're over here like, no. Um, well, the good news is Quest for Camelot is still the worst movie you've ever showed me. Okay, that's good. I mean, but the bar was so low. The bar was really low. Um, and I still stand by what I said to you at one point in the movie, which is that uh, Taryn, Taryn, whatever, oh. he's just female Kaylee. Only A little bit. Only worse. He grows more than Kaylee does. Does he, though? Yeah, I think so. I think Kaylee still, even though Kaylee does very little in the movie, I still think she's marginally more competent than he is. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <coughs> okay, so I'll I'll start with, with um, I feel, I, I feel very, like, I feel very in the middle on lots of things with this movie. So give, me, give me like an... Well, I guess... Okay, never I'll mind. I'll save my rating for the end. But okay. I'll, I'll okay. start with the negatives and go to the okay. positives. So, um, I was not super duper invested in um, the overall story and the overall characters. Um, so, 
I thought in the beginning, like the opening narration was great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we have this cool evil weapon. Like, let's go. Um, and after that, I was just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I was super checked out in like the very middle of the movie with like the fairies and the witches and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so. For it being as short as it was, I was still not super invested pacing-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like uh, later Disney movies figured out how this works with like integrating humor and um, having like really endearing characters, mm-hmm. and I just didn't really have that with this. Um, also... I just kind of felt like hmm, it. It felt like the best I can put it is that it felt like a, aside from visuals, which I'll get to in a second, it felt like a paint by the numbers fantasy. Mm-hmm. We need this. We need this. Yeah. Um, I turned to you at one point. And I was like, "There's a bard." They literally put a bard. There's literally in there. a bard. Um, and he's an old man bard. He's an old man a bard. Nice variation with with like a magical. Um, I do love his his magical instrument. The only thing magic that it does is that it sasses him. Yeah, a string breaks every time he tells a lie. Yeah. Um, which, <coughs> I mean, in theory, sounds like a great D&D character. Mm-hmm. It just didn't super work for uh, this particular film. Um, the princess was nice, mm-hmm. but kind of boring. Yeah. The protagonist was super boring. I called her like Elo Elo Eloi or something. Alonwi like that. is that? It's Alonwi. Yeah, yeah, I I pronounced it wrong. Um, I I think when we were watching this movie, I knew from the beginning, like in the very first scene mm-hmm. after the like cool narration over the black cauldron, I knew from the beginning that this movie had issues, um, with like. We're rushing exposition. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know that the Horned King is up to something. I was like. How? How? How do you Who's the that? Horned King? Where are we? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And and then we suddenly cut to Taryn, who's like, oh, I'm going to be a great knight. And mm-hmm. I swear, he he just annoyed the <laughs> yeah. daylights out of me. I think I made more negative comments about him than like you did. anything else. Um, I feel like, kind of to that point, I feel like the, one of the biggest problems with this film is that this film should have been two hours long. Yeah. It it feels bad. All the building blocks are there for a good story. But in mm-hmm. order to fit the foundational plot pieces of a good fantasy, they end up foregoing the characterization and stuff like that. Yes. If this had been a two-hour movie with a few extra scenes to build character, mm-hmm. I honestly think that this would have been an excellent film. Can I tell you what this felt like? This felt like... Um, one of the campaigns of D&D run by, like, the Stranger Things kids. Mm-hmm. Like It feels like a the first D&D campaign. First D&D campaign, most cliche, mm-hmm. um, not really getting to the heart of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, I see why people aren't attached to this mm-hmm. and don't remember this one. Um, 
because yeah, there were parts of it that were just really boring for me, and mm-hmm. I don't know how that was possible in like my favorite genre. Yeah, for me to be so bored. Um, on the positive end, okay, um, good. There's there's at least a positive. There are positives. Um, I did think that particularly the background art in this movie was gorgeous. Isn't it gorgeous? Very pretty. I thought a lot of the animation was good. The only animation thing they did in this that bothers me, um, I call it moving head, where like characters are talking and their head is just constantly mm-hmm. bobbing. Do you know why they do that a lot of the times? No. So it's actually an old school Disney thing. Um, animating that is really hard. Yeah. And so when animator Like you'll notice in old Disney movies, they do the head like... They, like, wiggle their head back and forth mm-hmm. a lot. Um, it's literally an animator flex. Yes. And But this movie, they almost overuse it. I think they overuse it. It literally looks like, you know, like, TikTok <laughs> cosplayers who, mm-hmm. like, you know, they're reciting yes. some sort of and character line. There's that and weird jerky motion that yes. they do. Yes, that's what, yeah. it, that's what kind of what it looked like and felt this like. This movie clearly spent a lot of time... Like, say what you will about the plot, but these animators killed it. Oh, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, so, I think, I think this whole movie was such a huge animation flex that it almost goes overboard sometimes. Yes. Um... Other things that I liked, um, I love the pit. Okay, all these small, cute creatures in this movie mm-hmm. were great. Um, I loved the pig. Henrin. Henrin. Um, I did like Gurgi. I'll come back to Gurgi in a okay. second. Okay. Um, as long as you liked Gurgi, we're okay. I also super loved the little goblin, goblin man. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what his name is. I don't even know if we got a name. Super into him. Um, and I did love all of the dark elements from this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I loved, you know, the... I, I liked the Horn King. I don't say I love the Horn King. I wish he had done a little mm-hmm. bit more. He seemed to just move very slowly. I love the design, though. I love the design, and there's something kind of creepy about the way he moves very slowly, but, like, you know, it would have been cool to see what he has done that was evil or know what mm-hmm. his big quest yes. or goal is. Yeah. The part of this movie that is best with him is when he's monologuing over all the dead bodies about how he's going to be a god among men. Yes. Um, I kind of wish oh, we had so saved good. that. I wish we had seen... Um, I also loved the part where they're dragging in the carts with the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. That was dark. I wish we had seen that and then later gotten the monologue and been like, oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah, you're like, it would have been cool if it had been a mystery. Like, what is he doing with all these? Why, yeah. are, why is he bringing in corpses? Who are yeah. these corpses? Yeah. And then you realize, ooh, he's building an army of dead people that he's going to raise to life with the Black Cauldron. That was really cool. Um, I thought all the animation with the Black Cauldron itself was really cool. Um... I said to you at one point when... Okay, so I figured out that Gurgi was going in the cauldron mm-hmm. as soon as the three of them got captured. Which, by the way, every time someone got captured in this movie, it was a really, really you just got captured yeah. moment. Um, and so I knew that Gurgi was going in because he was the only one who was free. I thought they were going to stay tied up and watch him mm-hmm. go sacrifice himself. 
And then, um, you know, Taryn got out and he's like, I must do this. I must jump in the black cauldron. Um, I called him Discount Christopher Robin at one point. And I stand by that. <laughs> he is. Um, recycled. He's literally recycled Mowgli and Christopher, Christopher Robin, Robin animation. And I think it came out before this. Either this movie recycled Sword in the Stone or Sword in the Stone recycled this movie. Um, so Sword in the Stone and Jungle Book actually use a lot of the same animation. Yes, they do. So... Could this, be both. Yeah, I think it literally borrows from both. Yeah. Or or it may even be that they use the same animation in all three films at one yeah. point. Um I I said um right right as Taryn's about to jump in and Gurgi's like, No, master I was like, I feel like this is supposed to be sadder than it actually is. Uh-huh. And I think I broke your heart then. But then he went, Taryn has many friends. Gurky has no one, and I literally grabbed your hand we and went. I went. Oh no! They proved me wrong. That was legitimately sad. No, Gurky. Yeah, I'll be your friend. Gurky's like the um, only thing I care about, and the reason that I forgive Taryn is that at the end, like the 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 witches come back and they're like, "We'll give you this sword befitting a mighty hero," and he goes, "Oh no, hero." And he goes, I don't want the sword. I just want Gurgi back. And yeah. I'm like, yes! Yeah. I'm like, I forgive you for all your stupidity because you chose wisely. I I agree with that. Um, I do think... I do think he's fine, like, the last third of the film. But for the first two thirds, I was like, he's oh. Pretty, he's pretty infuriating. Um, I was super wrong about the ending being rushed. Um... I actually thought the ending was probably the best paced part of the mm-hmm. film, except for when they're escaping the castle. That was weird. That was a little strange. Um, but yeah, I I thought parts of this movie were gorgeous, very well animated, um, but I was just not super into all of the many side quests mm-hmm. oh uh okay two more things I thought of that I wasn't a big fan of um I when the little fairy thing showed up I think it's cute that they tried to get real kids to voice mm-hmm. them but it just didn't really work cause mm-hmm. they looked older than the kid voices they got and it's hard to animate to match their mouth movements um oh I'll come back to that in a second and the other thing I did not like was <laughs> Well, first off, I just didn't care for the witches in general. Usually a trio of witches is mm-hmm. my jam. They're not my favorite. Their their design is the one thing. Like, they're very campy. And nothing else, about, everything else about this movie one is pretty... Has, one of them has a sweatband. Yeah. What yeah. Is, yeah. Um, so much about this film is so dark and gritty when yeah. it's something that's evil. And I wanted the witches... To be terrifying. Yeah, I don't know why they were in there for comic relief, basically. Yeah, yeah it, it was disappointing to have them be goofy when, like, we had seen the Horned King, and he's so scary. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I will say, backtracking, the one side character that I really liked was the little yellow fairy Doty or Dolly or <laughs> Dolly. whatever where he's just griping about like oh that's my job now and you're giving me more responsibilities I was like oh it's a grumpy fairy I'm on board for the grumpy mm-hmm. fairy and the grumpy fairy 
fairy is my vibe. It's me at work. Yeah, and it's me at work. My boss is like, well, have you done this thing? And I'm like, oh, that's my job that's now, That's my job too? now, too. Um, cool. I didn't know that that was uh, in my job description. My favorite part of this whole movie, though, was watching the little gremlin, gremlin man ride off on the dragons that they called griffins, which was just wrong. They're that, dragons. That part is really annoying. But he's riding off on the dragons, and he puts two horns on his head, and he cackles and rides off into the sunset. I'm just really happy he made it out. I love when the Horn King dies. He's like, oh no, my he's, liege, sire, he's dead. And then he's like, wait, wait a minute. He's dead. He's gone. <laughs> he's never going to beat me up again. Woohoo! And he just like rides off in the sunset on a dragon. I loved him. I he hate the that best the part. older I get, the more I identify with goblin characters. Like, when I was little, I wanted to be... I was like, I'm like Princess Alonwi. And now I'm like, no, I'm like the I'm goblin. I'm a goblin underling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the goblin who's, like, scared of their boss and... Yeah. <laughs> just tries really hard and doesn't get enough recognition. Yeah. So, I guess kind of, like final thoughts are that like I I love the dark metal animation I'm like mm. cool make this an album cover mm. there's a lot of parts of this I think would have made great metal album covers um, but I'm not super in a rush to like watch it again I don't think it's going to be my yeah. underrated Disney treasure this movie for me and I told you at the beginning I said this movie is more aesthetic than it is plot um, but what I love about this film is the risks that were taken in the from the animation perspective. There yes. are scenes where do you even call it cinematography when it's animated? Yeah, I would say so. But the, the cinematography is stunning. There's the, some pretty pretty shots in this movie. There's the, a part where um, these two dragons that they call griffins are chasing Hinrin and the angles they use are yep. incredible and the colors and like everything you know and and you know there there are some things that are su- like that that are super innovative and then there's some things that are just kind of like classic and hokey but the, the, yes. they work so well especially when you see them from an animated perspective like um you mentioned you know you were like you were like oh there's gonna be excuse me Oh, that stuck up on me. But you were like, oh, there's going to be, like, a rainbow sword. Which there was. Sure enough, there's, like, lightning shooting out of it. And the magic is rainbow. I totally called that one. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of, like, lightning bolts shooting out of things. And, like, weird purple swirlies. And, I mean, it's very 80s magic vibe. Yes. Um, You know, and and overall, like, Taryn, I think his character design's a little boring. I think... Um, Alonwi's super cute. I think she's very cute. I love her character design. Yeah. Um, I like that one of the main characters is, like, a grumpy old man. Yeah, I like the old man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could have... I think they could have done more with that. Agreed. But. Um, the movement that they give to Gurgi, like, his... Not just his overall design, but, like, how he moves and functions is so freaking cute. I agree. The way he hops and, like, pulls his legs in when he moves, it's so cute. Um, yeah, I just, um, I really love this film. And I know that it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I think what I like about this film 
is it's kind of my own personal fantasy. Like, especially the older I get, the more I'm like, yeah. Like, like Taryn wants to be a knight, and he goes on this grand epic quest, kind of because his hand is forced. Sorry, I keep yawning. I'm sleepy. <laughs> um, but he goes on this grand epic quest. He saves the day with the help of his... Well, really, he, like, kind of saves the day, but not really. Like, Gergi saves the day more than anybody. Yes. But he Which ends he at up, least acknowledges. He ends up learning the power of friendship, getting a, a chosen family, a found family, and literally the story ends with him holding hands with all of his new friends. Like, come on, let's go home to be pig farmers. And that's, that's the punchline, is he yeah. just goes back to the farm. And... The older I get, the more I'm like, I just want to go and be a pig farmer. Is that okay? Can I just go be a pig farmer? Um, so, yeah, I just, I just want to live in this world. I think it's cute and precious and, you know, it's, this is like Labyrinth in that it is simultaneously cute and pretty and also dark and gross. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my aesthetic. I, yes. So, this is very labyrinth core. Yes, I would agree. I think it fits that. Yeah. Fits that vibe. It's definitely, like, like, it, I think my aesthetic, like, I know fairy core is a thing, but there's a specific brand of, like, 80s. Yeah. That I think is underrepresented. And I love it so much. Um... So yeah, I I objectively know that this film is flawed, but I still give this um I give it four out of five munchies and crunchies. Four out of five munchies crunchies. Um I am going to give this movie uh Four out of ten, uh, terrified underlings of the Horned King. Okay. Who are having a flagon of mead before running off in fear. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yep. That's fair. Yep. Um, so yeah, if, if you get a chance to watch it, it's on Disney Plus if you have it. Um, highly recommend, even if... You know, if 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 eighties aesthetics I think are if, your thing, I think if you're just like a fantasy person, you should at least watch this movie. Once. It's worth watching Disney attempt high fantasy. Mm. I I would love to see them try and attempt something like this again if they hadn't just completely destroyed their entire two mm-hmm. D department. Yeah, um, I would love to see like an expanded version of this. One, I think about that with a lot of the Disney like. Mm kind of flops Mm -hmm. like I've always said if they're gonna keep doing live action rehashes I want do those I want an Atlantis miniseries you've got like a a great mix of characters make this a two hour movie I think yeah expand give the characters a little room to flourish make them feel more fleshed out reorder a couple things to like increase the mystery give a little more backstory of like 
how the old man, whatever his name is, I always forget, knows about the Horned King. Yeah. You know, and this could be a really great story. I think it's cute. So, it's got the bare bones. It's just, uh, it's not fleshed out very well. Yep. It's, it's like the Horned King. <laughs> it's not fleshed out very well. It's not fleshed out very well. <laughs> it's, it's kind of slow. It's not yeah. fleshed out. I, I love how this. But damn, the aesthetic. I is love there. the swelling music as just his like old man foot comes through the fog. It's like it's bah, so bah. good. Oh, it's so good. That was really funny. All right, so what are we watching next? So we haven't really talked about that. We haven't, but I did have a request slash idea. Okay. So have we done one yet that neither of us have seen? No. So, I have a proposal. Okay. Um, we... I have a proposal for a movie that I know, simply from hearing through the grapevine, is absolute garbage. Oh, no. And yet, I've wanted to watch it forever. Oh, no. And I've wanted to watch it with you in particular. Oh, what is it? I really want to watch Jupiter Ascending. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I want right. to watch it so bad with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. However, as soon as we watch it, yeah, we gotta go straight in Halloween month because I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm game. I'm, I'm super game. I'm vibing. Okay, let's do this. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna watch. I because I already know my Halloween movies that I'm gonna show yeah. you. So I'm gonna show you Practical Magic and Casper. I've got I've got to I've got to search and pick some out. Okay. But. And then I feel like Hocus Pocus should be our... Oh, yeah. Our ending... Always conclude with Hocus Pocus. Always conclude with Hocus Pocus. Always watch Hocus Pocus. Okay, perfect. So, okay. Jupiter Ascending. Thank you for doing this for me. You're very welcome. I have just seen, like, one clip of... um, Oh, oh no. Eddie Redmayne in this movie. And it's made me want to watch this movie. Because it looks bad, or because yeah, it looks, it looks oh, no. awful. Oh no! It looks deliciously bad. Oh no! I, I'm really excited. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, speaking of bad movies, as a side note, I feel like I want to talk about this just briefly on the blog. Yes. Um. So uh, is it, I already know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. So I watched the Amazon Cinderella. I did not. Y'all, it's garbage. I, as soon as it came out, I thought, oh no, we just finished Cinderella month and we know this is going to be bad. We should watch it. But then when you told me about how unpleasant a viewing experience it was, I was like, eh. Okay. Like, I know this is probably not how most people feel. I've heard a lot of people say that they thought it was eh and they thought it was kind of fun. I hated every second of it. Mm-hmm. And y'all, for context... I enjoyed Cats. Now, Cats is a horrible film, but it was so bad it was funny. And I, I love movies that are so bad that they're good. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed Cats for all the wrong reasons. Like, like I watched it and was cackling through the entire thing. Like, genuinely thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I think my husband about, like, ripped out all of his hair, but I thought it was hilarious. I watched Cinderella and literally had so much secondhand embarrassment that I, like, went and took a nap when it was done. Yeah. I was, like, depressed when it was over. I was like, oh, this was just so bad. Um, so, <laughs> uh, let us know your thoughts, I guess, if you've watched Cinderella. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think I can watch it again. That's maybe, fine. You know I, what? Maybe, I don't. I have zero interest in watching. Maybe it. at some point we should watch Cinderella and Cats back to back. And see if we can survive well, it. Well, here's the thing. There's so many Cinderella movies out there. We already have a lineup for another Cinderella one. That's true. We've Let's got Ella Enchanted. In We've got Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. That's true. Many drivers in this one, so. I didn't know many Driver was in this. Yeah, she plays the queen. Oh, she's cool. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan is the king. How they got oh, him, I don't know. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. No. The prince, the prince, no, 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 no. the prince starts. I don't, singing. I don't think. Wait, no, time out. You can't move on. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think you understand how much I loathe Pierce Brosnan in any kind of singing role. Really, Mamma Mia, a near perfect girl trash movie, is almost unwatchable. He sounds like he's singing with cotton balls in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, because of him. You, if it makes you feel better. um... He only sings one song, and it's intentionally bad and embarrassing. So they're not trying to make at him least, sound good. At least they acknowledge So, the yeah, they mainly it's just him being like, I'm the king, and what I say goes, and then he storms off. Um, and that just repeats for, like, 90% of the movie. Um, the part that killed me, and I don't think it bugged other people as much as it bugged me, but the prince started singing uh, Somebody to Love by Queen, and I literally was like, you get Freddie Mercury's words out of your damn mouth. Like, I was like, how dare you? And I don't know why that was the part that just absolutely made me lose it. Huh. But, because it... Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. That's so funny that there's two Cinderella adaptations mm-hmm. that feature somebody to love. That's true. And you know what? Somebody to love wasn't great in Ella Enchanted. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot better than this one. That says a lot. In the Cinderella, the new Cinderella, literally, there's just, like, this random gospel choir, and you're like, why are they there? And then he starts singing, and you're like, oh, they're literally just here for that song. That's it. That's why they're here. Yeah. And they didn't try to make it, like, fit. It's just, like, this gospel choir, like, swaying and snapping in the background while he sings. And you're just like, hmm, why are you here? Huh. In this, like, 1800s-esque village, why why are you here? I don't know. I don't understand. Oh. Anyways, so it was terrible. Um, so honorable mention to Cinderella for being a, a movie so bad that me, a connoisseur of trash, did not want to watch it. Party on. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. We should watch that at some point, We too. should watch that at some point. I would yeah. super be down for watching yeah. that. Well, thank you for our uh, for joining us on our, uh, our period costume drama slash bad eighties fantasy. fantasy animated films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed it. Join us next week for Jupiter Ascending. Bless you for fulfilling my uh, <laughs> deep, dark dream to watch this movie. I'll have to get you back at some point with another film. You don't know how you're going to feel about it. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe you'll like maybe it. Maybe I'll like it. <laughs> I doubt it. I'll but let, maybe I'll like it. I'll let you know. Until next time. Uh, see you, friends. Bye. Thanks for hopping in the trash can with us. 
give this week's movie a watch and tell us what you think. And let us know what movies you think are trashy treasure. Maybe we'll give it a watch. Follow us on Twitter at Liv and Lizzie to tell us your thoughts. And remember, no matter how trashy you feel, you are deeply treasured. Bye!